Hey, great day. So in this podcast episode, I will be starting up our holiday abundance series. Depending on the day of the week, I will be going live on Instagram and or it will be a regular episode. But bottom line is make sure that you're sitting down, having your pen and sheet of paper and some tea or coffee or your favorite drink to soak up all the abundance. Let's go ahead and dive in. Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant mental health business tools to help you become the person you were meant to be. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 plus years into building a multi six-figure mental health business. My goal is to remove the employee mindset and replace it with an abundant CEO mindset. We will uncover the good, the bad, and the ugly of business ownership. I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. We are still rolling in our abundance series and we are still talking about travel because our world is wide open at this point. I know that a lot of people are so excited to be able to travel again, but I also know that there are things happening in this what's called inflated world where it's making it a little bit difficult for people to find travel deals. And so today I want to talk about is seven days enough for specifically an international flight. And the reason why this topic came up because when I would tell people how long I would be gone, including the flight, because the flight I would say took up a day pretty much is, you know, I received some responses like, oh, that's it. And I'm like, well, we have two children. One of our children was unable to go. And so we need to make sure that we get home to attend to him and his needs. Right. But nevertheless, I felt like seven days will be enough for us to get exposed. And also it doesn't mean that we will never go back. And that's more of an abundance mindset. So um, have you traveled internationally? Where do you want to travel? That's always a question that I pose to my audience on Instagram and via text. And so when you do travel internationally, I want you to think about what is the goal? So is the goal to go and work? Is the goal to rest and relax, R&R? Or I have another R&R, what is the goal? Is it to reset and recharge? And so let's just say if your goal is is to rest and relax. I would suggest that the location should clearly support the goal. So for example, rest and relax would be going to a beach, a resort, the Maldives, where heck, there's not even any touristy things or a lot of it around me where I can actually enjoy the amenities. I can go to the spa. I can just walk out to the beach. I can just chill in my room and order room service. Okay, so let me ask you, if you went to a location and your goal was to rest and relax, can you contain your work ethic? Can you not take your computer or even if you do, maybe just to look up some food eateries or something like that or bring your iPad? Can you shut it down and not go to your Google Drive, not check your email? Can you turn off your Slack? 
right? Do you not respond to your team because they're responsible to take care of the business for you while you're gone? At least I hope that that's the way that you set them up. Um, Something else to consider when you're resting and relaxing on a trip is do you have systems in place to run your life and your business while you're gone? So if we're talking about running your life, do you have bill pay? When is your rent due? Are you going to be gone on the first? Are you in a location like a cruise where Wi-Fi is not that steady or you don't have Wi-Fi at all? Are you traveling internationally where um, maybe the international plan is too much, you know, for more than you wanted to pay and you just really want to rely on Wi-Fi at the resort. Therefore, you can't really get on the computer. You can't call anyone. So what does your business need to be set up for in order for you to leave internationally? Okay. So some of the things that we set up is we had team meetings. Um, We have them every Monday, so it wasn't anything special related to our travel, but I wanted to make sure that my team got all of their questions out. We looked at what will be coming up, what will be sent out via email. Um, Would there be anything that my students needed to be attended to while I was gone? And we troubleshooted those things before I left. Okay. Now let's look at the other R&R, which is reset and recharge. The other one was rest. Okay, this one is reset. Like maybe it's the end of the year, maybe it's the end of the quarter. Your environment is still key. You really have to look at what type of environment are you going to be in and how is it set up to meet the goal of you being able to recharge? And so are you going by yourself or are you going with other people? Because that can determine if you're actually going to be able to recharge or are you just getting more amped up to get tired? Um, What is the goal of the trip? And so you always want to pay attention to your environment. We were specific for this trip, looking at what are the specific destinations that we want to visit to be touristy per se? What are some locations that we just want to go with the flow and just walk around? And so in summary, I believe that seven days can be long enough if that is all you have, if you plan it. Now you don't have to plan every single moment of the entire trip because if something doesn't go in plan or according to your plan, that may become irritable. So one of the things that we did to make a successful trip internationally with our son for Paris is that our goal, and I talked about this in a previous episode, our goal was family time and also manifesting the vision board that I have for myself from 2020. Um, it was my 40th birthday in September of 2020, but of course we all know what happened in 2020. I had a lot of travel on my board and of course none of it manifested, you know, but everything else outside of one other like personal thing manifested on my board. And so the things that we planned were, I had to ask myself, who's going? Am I going by myself? Am I going for work? Am I going for a girl's trip? Just me and my husband, who's going? So I said, no, my husband and my son. Then the planning was, okay, it's a 10 hour flight. And so we need to prep for that. So I believe that mindset is everything. One of the things that we knew or that I looked up on YouTube is that because we're going to fairly large parts of the country, we know that we can't see everything. So after I watched a few vlogs, especially around London, because we were going to take a train over there, I told my husband, like, listen, she's saying it's four different parts of London. We're not going to see all of them. And I've also adopted the mindset that this will not be my last time visiting. And I think that sometimes people forget that, or maybe you believe that it's going to be your last time for whatever reason. Therefore, you try to do everything at the same time. And that is okay. But my question would be, are you actually soaking in the moment or are you just using your trip as a checklist? Because that means that you're not soaking up the life experience that you're exposed to. So 
as you know, we can come back. We allowed ourselves to be tourists this trip. We didn't want to walk around like we knew what we were doing. We wanted to be tourists so we can see all those things. And anytime we go somewhere new, even if it's stateside, we'll hit up all the tourist spots so that the next time we come, we can do some true R&R. Um, now, another mindset tip is check your energy. Um, make sure that you get enough rest while you're there to enjoy the moment when you're awoke. Sleep in if you want to. I literally turned off my alarms intentionally on days where we didn't have a reservation to go somewhere. They have blackout curtains to the point where we overslept on one of the days at Disneyland Paris and we overslept and missed our character dinner. It was about 40 bucks per person, but that was the best sleep I've had, you know, since we had landed there. So I was fine. Other things to consider is the flight choice in the seat with a toddler, which I talked to in my previous episode, because all of these can relate to how your energetic flow goes throughout the trip. Are you cranky when you get off the plane? We landed at two o'clock. So there is no sleeping unless we're going to just going to sleep another day off. We already lost half of a day because for example, we left on Saturday um, night and got there on Sunday afternoon. So when you're traveling with a toddler, location is key, especially internationally. And so if you are, for example, taking a trip and you are doing a reset and recharge, it's probably not even a good idea to take a child. Um, if you are going for rest and relax, probably so. So for example, when we go to... Hawaii, that's more rest and relax. It's very rare if we'll get on a touristy bus. We'll really just walk around the resort. We'll go to Waikiki Beach and go to the mall. But outside of that and maybe a luau, we'll actually enjoy uh, the beach. And I do want to say this for moms, whether you are a caregiver, a mother, biological or a bonus mom, uh, motherhood does not put me on punishment for my abundance. And I want you to apply the same thing. And so sometimes we feel as parents that um, I know right now it's going on a lot. Like, I don't know if I should take my child out of school. I actually saw that in a Facebook group and people, it was a Disney group. And one of the people in the group had said, well, if you consider yourself a bad parent by taking your child to a cruise, that means that everybody on the cruise is a bad parent. Kids need to experience things. And there were actually teachers in that group that said, please allow your child to explore the world. They said, they, I'm not even gonna get your child homework. I'd rather your child come back and tell me what their experience has been like because like, and I'm gonna summarize that for them. That's an abundant experience that a lot of children don't get to do. And I know that I have experienced mommy guilt because even though Avery's only in daycare, I get concerned with him missing school because I know how important these first few years are. He's learning, um, you know, his numbers, like, you know, up to 50, you know, he clearly knows his, knows his alphabets, but he's learning hand uh, motor coordination skills. He's going to kindergarten. And these are the most important years to set the tone for when he starts the regular K through five. And so I want to make sure that I'm not taking him out of school intentionally a lot. But I also know that I created the lifestyle that I chose to have so that I can take my children with me when I want to travel, when it's deemed appropriate. So I really hope that you've enjoyed this podcast episode in this abundance series with me continuing to talk about travel specifically with children, but also just rest, relax and recharge and deciding why you are taking a trip. And bottom line is however long you're on a trip, it's long enough as long as you know what the goal is of the trip and that you follow through with the goal. So if you want to learn more about abundance tools to level up your whole life, not just your business, but your mindset, circles of influence, your ability to travel, your ability to think about what else is possible beyond 
therapist work, uh, private practice work, right? Definitely check out the Therapist Deserve Abundance Club. You can um, head to drtk.com forward slash links. You can also click the link in the show notes and it will take you to the link. And then check out the page and go ahead and join us. We meet once a month. It is pre-licensed and licensed therapists across the country. We come together once a month and it's a blend of conversations that are all focused on abundance because an abundance mindset leads to abundance um, experiences, abundant bank accounts, abundant homes, cars, and intangible ROI related to life experiences. And so if you love this episode, please leave me a five-star review and let me know what was your biggest takeaway. We do read them and I would greatly appreciate it. If you would also hop over to Instagram and tap in. I would love to see who you are listening to the podcast because it puts a face to a listener and share this episode with two or three other therapists that you know. I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. Now, I don't know about you, but that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, head over to drtk.com for additional abundant resources. And if you are looking for a tribe of abundant therapists like yourself to bounce around ideas and tap into another level of business growth abundance, be sure to join our Facebook community exclusively for therapists. The link is waiting for you at drtk.com. Come.